With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Praise God and welcome to today's edition of Melchizedek Tabernacle of Victory with Derek Norris, a free online ministry brought to you by none other than the Holy Trinity. I'm Chuck Christie, and today we are asking you to spend a few moments of your time with us each week as Derek shares wisdom and truth from God's Word, essential messages from God's own heart directly to you. Now, if you miss a portion of today's broadcast or would like to recommend it to a friend, you can hear this program anytime on Derek's host page on talknetworkradio.com. Well, now here's Derek with today's message. Welcome back to MTOV. God bless each and every one of you. Today we are going to briefly talk about addictions, but we are going to wrap up those special messages in which the Father wanted to address some key points. And we're going back into the intended lessons that the series that he started with us with the church in the wilderness and um, the father has truly blessed us from all the previous messages we will be focusing on spiritual identity and the fruit of the spirit and it's just amazing in how the father is able to move by his spirit and his word to bring forth what we need and yet stay on track with his overall purpose. So having said that, welcome back again. And we are going to, of course, open up in prayer and get right into what the Father really want us to know, and that is about spiritual identity. But again, wrapping up, we are going to have a deeper understanding on knowing and receiving your spiritual identity and cultivating the fruit of the Spirit by the Word of God and through the anointing of the Holy Spirit, through faith in Christ Jesus. This is the only true source of healing from the addictions of sins. So those are the things that God has given us insight on addictions, and we're going to talk about today the cure from these addictions of sin. This cure that can only come through and by our Lord and Savior, 
Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity yet again. And we yield, humble, and submit now unto the Holy Spirit. We ask that each and every one of us will be washed in the blood of Jesus, to be restored in right standing with you. And we pray, Father, that you would just move mightily in this brief moment of time that we are sharing with you and ask that the words from our mouth, from my mouth, and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, Lord. Just pray for your wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to be given and granted because we ask of you to give this wisdom, knowledge, and understanding freely those that truly desire to know you, my Lord. And this is what we ask in Jesus' name, and that we bind and rebuke any and all things that would prevent us from hearing and receiving the word of God. We come against those forces in the name of Jesus, and we speak destruction unto those works in Jesus' mighty name. And we loose and declare the liberty and life and the glory of God that the name of our Father, may be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray and give thanks. Amen. All right, so my brethren, we have been blessed again to the Father gave us that insight about addictions, and we know that addiction boils down to the sins that is all the shortcomings and all the soul power and demonic forces and everything that would cause us to walk contrary to the word of God, that would cause us to operate in soul, flesh, and emotions, that would cause us to remain in bondage both spiritually and naturally, physical, whatever it is, mentally, emotionally, the cure is all in Christ, the word of God. And the reason I'm very passionate about this, I probably shared this many times before and some of you have heard it, but I know firsthand that the power of God is real. God delivered me from a physical ailment. It was actually cancer. And the doctors told me that there was absolutely no cure for it. But in the very moment of this discovery, my heart pulled on God. And the word of God became more alive within me and my heart and spirit than ever before. And from that very point, the gift of healing that only Christ can give, I received it with gratitude. And today I am so grateful for my healer. I am so grateful for my Savior. I am so grateful for my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So all things are truly possible if long as we believe in God's word and receive it with a whole heart. And so let's see, Lord, how will you have for us to get started here in the word? And we are going to talk about the power of praise and thanksgiving. And that is when we truly trust and surrender to the word of God. This is what's needed. See, we don't have to have total understanding on everything all the time. But the total understanding should be that God is our Lord. God is the Almighty. Jesus, our Lord and Savior, and the Holy Spirit is who he is, the anointing. 
that moves and operates on behalf of the will of the almighty God. And so in the book, we are going to start with our base scripture, which comes out of 1 Corinthians. And again, it's, it's centered around spiritual identity and the fruit of the spirit. And we're going to look briefly at spiritual gifts and the word of God states in first Corinthians chapter 14 and verse one, it says, follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that ye may prophesy. So the things that jump out, there are three segments, of course, in this particular verse, follow after charity. And we know that charity is the love of God. It is Christ himself. So we ought to follow after the teachings and trainings and the lifestyles, the example that Christ demonstrated to us as is recorded here in the word of God when he walked among man. So we ought to follow after Christ, follow after charity. And desire spiritual gifts. And as the Lord will see fit, we will talk about these gifts. But the fruit of the Spirit is the emphasis for this particular time. And we know and what's recorded that we're talking about the love of God. We're talking about his joy, his peace, his patience, his kindness, his goodness, faithfulness, his gentleness, and self-control. These are the things of the fruit of the Spirit. But my brethren, the Lord has clearly revealed that the fruit of the Spirit is governed by the Word and through faith, the anointing. And that itself is the cure of all addictions. The addictions are whatever it may be. Whatever label, it doesn't matter. The fruit of the Spirit the word of God and the anointing of God working together, becoming the living word of God is the ultimate cure for all addictions. Glory to God. Glory to God. So in the book of Luke chapter 10, let's go there. And I'm going to read verse 19 as I turn. Let's go to 19. It says, behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Now, I know in times past, it was said said that the enemy has no power. This is still a true fact and statement, but the power here is implying to the influence because he is an arch deceiver. He is a manipulator. He is able to use that particular characteristic that he possessed, which will grant him power over the will of man. If man yields to it, it will grant him access to do things. If we don't understand who we are in Christ and operate in the gifts of the spirit, operate in the word of God, this is the only way in which Satan will ever have power over someone. And that's if we abide in spiritual ignorance. 
if we do not have an understanding of who we are and have the understanding of the the blessings, the life, the authority that God has given us through and by Christ. Okay. So it says, Behold, again, I give unto you power. And this portion right here is what really excites me. God said, I give unto you power, meaning if a member suffers from an addiction or, or whatever sin it is, it's broken if you yourself believe, regardless, if you believe regardless of what any other person, doctor, therapist, uh, ministers, people, whoever it may be, just people in general, your healing and health, your deliverance does not come from any external influences. It is already given to us by God. And he says right here, I give unto you power. So that tells us that there is an individual blessing that God has already preordained and predestined for us to come into this knowledge and understand it and to receive it for our good. To tread on serpents and scorpions are, of course, the venomous things that we readily think about when it talk about the, the death and the sin and the destruction from these creatures. But the serpents and scorpions, of course, are any and everything that's contrary against the word of God. Anything that would cause our souls and our lives to be hindered in the spiritual realm, because we know we live in two realms. In the spiritual realm is the reality of it all, and this natural side that we dwell in, it's it's like the Matrix. Anyone has seen the movie with Keanu Reeves and that movie, The Matrix? This is the way the spiritual life and spiritual realm is. We are hardwired into the spiritual realm. But here's the question. What are we hardwired into? Are we hardwired into darkness or are we hardwired into life? Because if we're hardwired into darkness, we are spiritually dead. And we actually believe like we're walking around in this natural world and see things unfold all day long. We wonder why this is happening and why this is happening and why that is happening for that person because you do not control it. You are a puppet. We become puppets to a sinful world. But once you, and for those who've seen the movie, once you receive the pill, which is the knowledge, the understanding, the truth, which in the spiritually speaking, Christ, we are spiritually awakened. And we're able to operate in both the spiritual and natural realm. And the things that happen in the spirit manifests is in the natural. Glory to God. But that is a true principle. So I love that movie for that reason. It shows how you can be victorious in Christ as long as you are spiritually alert, awakened in Christ. All right. So it says also, and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. What does nothing mean? Nothing means exactly that. I don't care what name, what principality, what power, whatever it may be, it shall not hurt you because you are under covering of the almighty God. 
Glory to God. We're going to move forward. In the book of Psalms, chapter 21 and 13, it says, Be thou exalted, Lord, in thine own strength. So will we sing and praise thy power. And so the beautiful thing about the power of praise and thanksgiving, it's when we allow God Almighty himself to rule and reign on our behalf. We allow human reasoning, doubts, and unbelief, all this stuff that would prevent us from being victorious in Christ, we get out the way. It says, be thou exalted, Lord, in thy own strength. So will we sing and praise thy power. So as believers, as children of God, all we have to do is simply give praise and glory to our holy God. We make our requests known to God through prayer and supplications. That's what we do. And then after that, we give him praise. After that, we give him thanksgiving. We can give it to him so greatly and we get caught up in the presence of the Lord that we enter into the realm of worship. By doing the acts required through thanksgiving and praise and worship, it initiates, solidifies our faith in God, which unties his hands and gives him the divine ability to move and operate on our behalf. Why? Because we believe and we trust solely in the Lord. And in the midst of all of that, we are able to receive the greatness from God. Derek will be right back in a moment to wrap up. But if you've just joined us, you've been listening to Melchizedek Tabernacle of Victory with Derek Norris. You can hear this message in its entirety again online, as well as Derek's entire archive on his host page at talknetworkradio.com. This show has been brought to you by Melchizedek Tabernacle of Victory, a subsidiary of Creative Empowerment of Hampton Roads, LLC, out of the beautiful state of Virginia. To contact us, or if you'd like to receive the complete notes and references for today's message, please write us at mtovonline at gmail.com. That's m-t-o-v-o-n-l-i-n-e at gmail.com, mtovonline at gmail.com. Unless otherwise expressed, scriptures are read from the Holman King James Study Bible, which is published by Holman Bible Publishers in Nashville, Tennessee. Again, here is Derek to wrap up today's message. I am going to look deeper into Luke chapter 10. Read um, chapters 9 as well, and then go straight into Luke chapter 10. But you know what? It says here, very first verse, and then we're going to drop down to 17. But verse 1 says, After these things the Lord appointed over 70 also, and sent them two and two before his face into every city and place whither he himself would come. But what I love and excited me, it says, the Lord appointed other 70 also. This is in addition to the disciples. 70 other members the Lord appointed. And the word appointed, it is powerful, and the Lord is going to reveal that to us. And it's really talking about standing still, standing in the knowledge, standing on the word of God. Appointment in the Hebrew and Greek, 
it's a little different from what we say stand still. We Okay, let's take a rest, all right, not to move. Some truth to that. But in the Hebrew and Greek, it means that we are abiding and establishing ourselves in the word and in the power through faithfulness and obedience before and in the presence of others in the midst before judges to uphold or sustain the authority or force of anything to set or place in a balance. Glory to God. We are to try God and his power his righteousness against anything that's contrary to his word. And God will pour us out a blessing. So I thought that was simply amazing, Lord. Glory to you, Lord. For you gave not only those disciples, but the Father saying, look, this is for all those that are dare to believe. This is for all those that put their hands to the plow and not look back. This is part of of the reason why I allowed this. It is the great commission for the laborers are few, but we know that the harvest is great and plenteous. So God Almighty is looking for those that are sincere in heart to take the plow and to stand still, meaning to stand in the authority in him. Now, Tying this in and the father's leaving out from the addictions portion of it all. And we're looking at the spiritual gifts, the spiritual identity, the fruit of the spirit. But in the book, we're going to drop down to uh, verse 17. It says, and the 70 returned again with joy. Hear that? And the 70 returned again with joy. And joy is that second fruit of the spirit. First one was love. But we're talking about the joy, the fruit of the Spirit today, and how that joy has a positive impact not only on our lives as believers, but for those that are yet to come into the kingdom of God, for those that the Lord do love. He saved the world because he loved us. That's why Christ came, right? So it says... In verse 18, let me roll back to 17, Lord. And the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread upon tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Notwithstanding in this rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Your names are written in heaven because you are heirs of God and joint heirs of Christ for those that are believe. And this is why we should rejoice because all that other stuff is really insignificant. The power of sin and darkness has already been defeated. Christ is saying rejoice because you are spiritually set free that you can continue to grow and move in my power and ability. And oh, by the way, in the midst of the process, you are becoming disciples of me. 
and that disciples of men, and that you are saving souls that which was lost. He sent them out to seek and to find these members. This is the charge of the body of Christ. And Christ is saying, look, don't even worry about that. That's already been taken care of. But rejoice that your name is written in heaven. Glory to God. And as we rejoice in that fact, it's going to stimulate someone else. It's going to stir that desire for others that want to have their names written in the book of life. It says in verse 21, in that our Jesus, here's the perfect example, rejoiced in spirit. See, even Christ rejoices and said, I thank thee, O Father. Thanksgiving. Lord of heaven and earth, that thou has hid these things from the wise and prudent and has revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in thy sight. What is this? The excitement. Jesus himself is showing, he's like, look, you have the power and dominion over serpents and scorpions. Rejoice in the fact that you are your names are written in heaven. And he was like, look, my brethren, as I do. Jesus accomplished many great miracles and works and, and spread the gospel while he was in earth here. But we always know that Jesus himself pulled away and gave time with God. He always said, acknowledge God as Father. And he always gave thanks, keeping himself Focus on the true purpose and where the true power and glory belongs. It's not with us. It's not with him, but of the almighty God himself. Our heavenly father shall receive all the glory. He says that these things were here from the wise and the prudent. We're talking about the power unto salvation because the power of God is not acquired and obtained through human reasoning and understanding. It is not obtained through intellectuals. It is by the anointing of God. And the human mind cannot understand, the carnal mind cannot understand or comprehend the spiritual mind of Christ. This is what's being shown. And it's shown unto babes. Those that have died out to self and dying out to self and surrender their hearts unto the Lord. And now as babes, we must drink of the milk. We must eat of the meat of God. We must spiritually develop. And by doing so, we will grow in the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of the Lord. And these are the things that seems good in the father's sight, that his children, which were once lost, living in the state of sin, are now found living in his righteousness through Christ, living and learning of his ways and holiness, and acknowledging him, giving him thanksgiving for who he is. Glory to God. So, my brethren, in the midst, another thing the father wanted us to talking about this standstill, when we're coping in the midst of testing trials, we are to stand still. 
in the book of Job, chapter 37, verse 14, it says, Hearken unto this, O Job, stand still and consider the wondrous works of God. And that's exactly what the Father is saying to each and every one of us, to stand still and to consider his wondrous works. Psalms chapter 62, verse 8 says, Trust in him at all times, ye people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us, Selah. So my brethren, the Lord wants us to be encouraged today. This whole message is about overcoming all these addictions and knowing that it is acquired and obtained through the fruit of the Spirit. It is acquired and attained from the spiritual gifts that only comes through Christ. We are to exhibit, we are to embrace the characteristics of our Lord and Savior and therefore, we're able to have that spiritual identity. We're able to have that spiritual authority and able to be witnesses in this earth before men. That God will be glorified and that others may be saved as well. Father, we thank you for this brief moment to discuss and have Reflect upon your word. We glorify you. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. We thank you for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and what he has done. And Father, we bless you. We exalt you. We honor you. And we thank you for being a holy and wise and almighty God. That in the midst of circumstances and situations that we would place everything on the balance. That we would judge it all according to your word. And that we will simply yield, humble, and submit to the Spirit of God. And through faith give you thanksgiving and praise and honor. And we receive our blessings. We receive the victory in Christ in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you for your spiritual DNA, Lord. We thank you so very much for the fruit of the Spirit. For it's in Jesus' name we pray and give thanks. Amen. Until next time, my brethren, continue to stand still. Continue to stand upon the rock, which is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. May God bless you and your households. Until we meet again, God bless. Thank you, Derek. Join us next time when we continue with the next edition of Melchizedek Tabernacle of Victory with Derek Norris. For Derek and the entire team, this is Chuck Christie saying thanks for listening to this edition of Melchizedek Tabernacle of Victory. Have a blessed and prosperous day.